Hello and welcome to Murph's Tavern. I am Massive Simpsons dog Murphy McLaughlin. Every episode of this podcast, I will talk about a different episode of The Simpsons, specifically one from the first eight seasons. This week, it is the season seven episode, Summer of Four Foot Two. Another episode where the title really doesn't give much away in terms of what the plot is. It's the one where Lisa uh, changes her image to uh, be cool when the Simpsons go to a uh, Flanders' summer house. Name the town, Murphy. Little Blag Matters. Big wish for it. Nailed it. He's got it. And with me this week, fellow Simpsons fans, Donna Collins and Catherine Allen. Hello, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> well, diddly welcome. <laughs> Damn it, she even wrote diddly. <laughs> uh, both big Simpsons dogs. First yes. time on the show, both yes. of you. Yes, thanks for having us. Thanks Thank for having you. us in your apartment, Welcome Catherine. to my humble abode. Mm-hmm. Um, now, before we get into this episode, um, let's get a bit of background on you two's history with The Simpsons. Um, Donna, like, when did you start watching the show? Um, today. <laughs> <laughs> Saw one episode, thought, this is actually really good. I know why people talk about this a lot now. Um, I hope this show never gets cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, 30 seasons, I've got a lot to watch. <laughs> Start from 36 yeah, go back, and yeah. go back. Yeah, back, yeah. Um, yeah uh, honestly, uh, forever. I think it came out probably the year after I was born. Was when it 89? 1989 was technically, yeah. I mean, first episode of the series was December 89. Yeah. So, obviously, uh, I didn't watch it then. I was a child. (laughs) You're busy. Um, It was Christmas. (laughs) I was busy. Um, But no, like, um, so I think my mum's like a huge cartoon fan. She had a Simpsons t-shirt for a while. Like, it was... Every time I've described it to someone, they've gone, that can't be, that's weird. It was <laughs> No, I love that. No, but like the T-shirt itself was Bart Simpson naked. <laughs> and he oh. had a towel over him, like over his shoulder covering anything. So it's not rude. She didn't get arrested for it. Um, and it's just him saying, what the hell are you looking at? Oh, and okay. I have I'm a child. Tried. Yeah, <laughs> I have desperately tried to find this shirt because <laughs> I've wild. started to think. Um, Where did yeah. she get it from? I don't know. I honestly have never talked to her about it. Because <laughs> uh, uh, I, I looked at it and she said, don't look at that. That's my secret shame. No. Um, <laughs> but like, and yeah, I, I wore that. Talking to her from jail? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the drawings on the wall in her cell are horrific. <laughs> Do not go there. Um, but yeah, honestly, That's just so just from as long as I can remember, I was watching The Simpsons. That's great. Well, you and, yeah. you hear stories that, like I've had people on the show that were like my parents wouldn't let me watch it, but yours was like Complete full opposite. on endorsing. Your mum yeah. maybe liked it a little too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it would have made so great. much more sense if it said you'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a later season. Yeah, that that wouldn't have come out. Yet. That would have been like because uh, yeah. wacky because uh, back in the day it was very. Well, I mean, you know, it's Bart still kind of is, but it's so Bart focused, yeah. like mm-hmm. Bartman, all yeah. that sort of business. Yeah. So, oh shoot, I'm having a lot of Simpsons-based flashbacks right now. <laughs> I remember a friend and I were like, we should try and animate an episode of The Simpsons. Whoa. We were children. We were. <laughs> That's maybe adorable. Eight. It's so. And I drew one picture, and we were like, no, we don't actually know how to animate. So that was the <laughs> end. Literally, were you going to do it end. like stop motion? No idea what the plan was. It was <laughs> Literally, like, we should draw an episode of The Simpsons. We were like, yes, absolutely, let's begin. <laughs> I think I drew Bart and went, 
we don't know how to animate. Let's <laughs> shut down. We shut down the production company. We called so it was this going to be an original episode? I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> we literally didn't talk about it past the point of going, we should do this. And then we started and went, no, we shouldn't do oh, this. Oh, man, we did the GoFundMe and everything. <laughs> it's so many yeah. backers we <laughs> made upset. Sounds like there were some problems in the writer's yeah. room from the <laughs> it beginning. Really was. It's so cute. Like, yeah. yeah, when I was a kid, I would like um, draw like, Stuff as well yeah. for the Simpsons. I'd be like, yeah, this could be like I'm, I should send this to Matt Groening. <laughs> <laughs> and he and bless my dad. Whether he was just being supportive or he genuinely was ignorant, but he'd like <laughs> look at my picture and be like, yeah, I reckon if you sent them to the Simpsons, they could like <laughs> they put them on the show. They'd put it up there. <laughs> I love that advice from parents. Yeah. Like when I was studying screenwriting, it was always just like, well, why don't you just give the people that write neighbors a call? <laughs> my mum still does that. <laughs> You drew a lovely picture of the neighbours. They'll put them on the show. (laughs) Harold Bishop in nothing but a towel. What the hell are you looking at? (laughs) What are you looking at? (laughs) Yeah. What's that? A tuba covering all of his business. (laughs) Try to remember what Harold's catchphrase was. I think that was it. (laughs) My Uh, wife's dead. No, wait. (laughs) My wife's lost at sea. Thank you very much, Donna. I think that's it. He lo- he was lost at sea as well. Oh yeah, maybe I'm getting confused. Sorry, yes, I think that's it. I think Madge legitimately did die on a deathbed. Harold got lost at sea. I honestly feel like is that when he was prime minister? (laughs) (laughs) Harold, look. Oh my god, looking back, that was really that was like a really politically insensitive (laughs) storyline. Like, and you know what? We'll make we'll make Harold be lost at sea. Oh my god, it's too soon. (laughs) Imagine he's getting into the boat and someone Susan Kennedy's just like Harold, hold. <laughs> Hold the boat, Harold! Guys, save it for Ooh. my neighbor's podcast, Lose Diner, okay? Lose <laughs> yeah. um, Diner, you got to keep on brand. Yeah, true. <laughs> no, no, I take on a persona when I host oh, that one. Okay. <laughs> right, right. Yes. Uh, so, okay, so you've been with Long it story from short, the big beginning. Friend. Yeah. <laughs> big friend. The nanny named friend. Big Fran Jesha fan. Uh, Simpsons was on before that, so obviously I had to watch The Simpsons, then watch The Nanny. Um, go on, Catherine. Welcome to Mr. Sheffield's Tavern. <laughs> what do you call a place where you – what did she do? What was her job? She was working in a bridal shop in Flushing, Queens. Bridal shop. Friends Till her boyfriend shop. kicked her out of one of those crushing scenes. Obviously. Where was she to go? She was out on her fanny. Speaking of fanny <laughs> – Yes, that was that was Donna's mom's other show. <laughs> um, you know, in Australia, so I'm sure most of the people listen to this are Australian, but um, fanny here means vagina. It yeah. does, That's how, like you, yeah, famously. You were brought, yeah. brought up with fanny Donna, meaning can vagina, you right? No, absolutely. <laughs> um, but in America, and I don't know anywhere else, but definitely in America, fanny is ass. Mm. So there would be. So You'd many- hope so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, because, yeah, the episode we just watched, Marge is talking about the bathing suit with Lisa and says, there's a starfish on the fanny. There's a starfish on the fanny. Uh, I'm loving these Marge impressions. (laughs) Go back and listen to the previous episode of this pod. There's a lot to love if you're a fan of Marge impressions. But, um, yeah, um, I was always, as a kid, I was like, oh, she's. Like oh, um, but on the fanny, like can she? Why they only show in the butt? (laughs) Yeah, Um, but there's other um show TV shows I 
watched growing up where they'd, yeah, reference Fanny a lot to the mm. point where I was like, I don't know if that's what it means here. <laughs> and, yeah, I eventually you know, figured yeah. it out. I think, yeah, Fanny Pack was the other one where I was yeah. sort of like, oh, what? <laughs> uh, fanny Pack, which you call a bum bag here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like it does. So classy in Australia. <laughs> bum bag. Bum bag. Just it, don't want people to get offended. Because yeah. the actual, like a bum bag, right? Pussy sack. <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> I'll hear that when I edit the pot. <laughs> Please take it out of the pot. <laughs> but your bum bag. She said pussy sack. <laughs> well, not editing that out. If anything, Dublin it. <laughs> um, um, but yes, no, I've never seen someone wear it on the back. Yeah, so... No, it's weird. It's I've a never name. comprehended why it is called oh, a bum bag or a fanny pack because it is the front anyway. Yeah. Yeah, because that's yeah. the whole point is that it's It's right accessible. there in front of you, yeah. So do you yeah. think America thinks we call vaginas bums? Oh. Well, everything no. is backwards down under. <laughs> 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 maybe they think our vaginas are in the, are in the back. Maybe, maybe. Oh. Yeah. So that's Donna's background on the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the, the end of the podcast Would have really loved to have been um, At Colin's house for the talk That you received We did not get a talk <laughs> We were shown just this Any cartoon and just Do sh- not talk to us about anything <laughs> They just put on a double of the episode Where um, Grandpa versus sexual inadequacy oh, one of my And natural episodes. born kisses <laughs> And we're like you're done you know everything yeah, there is. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Catherine, what about you? Were you in it from when you were a baby, or yes? <laughs> uh, as soon as I came out of the pussy sack, I, <laughs> I was a fan. Um, I remember vividly. Now this is going to sound like a humble brag. I promise it is. Um, we had Matt Groening called you. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> he did. No, we had Foxtel, and I remember uh, during the yeah, I remember during the Sydney Olympics, Fox Eight played The Simpsons for twenty four hours a day. Right. So that is when I got into The Simpsons. Oh, there you I go. remember just watching oh. episode after episode, <laughs> and my mum getting so mad at me, being like, "Don't you understand that history is being made?" <laughs> and yeah, I'm she like, was talking yeah. about where um, Bart was going to jump over the canyon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's exactly what she. What are you doing watching season (laughs) eleven? You fool! You goddamn fool! (laughs) Yeah, right. And you're what thirty? How old are you, Catherine? Thirty. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. So would that two thousands when you started watching it during the Olympics? Yeah, I would say. So I would. I would have been ten. Yeah, yeah. That was like the perfect age, and it's Mm -hmm. so interesting because I've been thinking about this coming on to the podcast what I was going to sort of pinpoint like when I fell in love with it Mm. and it's so hard to say because it's just The Simpsons is so much a part of the tapestry of who I am as a person Mm. like it's how I communicate with people it's (laughs) sort of not even my favorite television show it's like one step beyond yeah that now it's just it's a part of the foundations of who I am friends in high school purely through quoting Simpsons yeah yeah that was purely it that was the basis of our relationship yeah and I've made friends in my adult life you know by having that familiarity of, oh, this is just how we communicate. This is just this thing we understand. So I'm always baffled when you meet people who haven't seen it. Not because, oh, my God, it's the greatest television show. 
it it is. <laughs> but also just like how is that not – it's like speaking a different language almost. I really get surprised when – because we all do comedy-related stuff. When we meet we – when there's people in stand-up or the comedy industry that have never watched The Simpsons. Because I'm a, I know definitely like a lot of my – writing or sense of comedy comes from that like that was yeah. almost like the groundwork that was that was Definitely. like the, the jumping off point for yeah. a lot of humor and understanding jokes and telling jokes to people mm. was definitely based on like the simpsons yeah, yeah totally yeah. yeah so this episode we've chosen yes summer of four foot two mm. which i get is do you reckon the title is referring to lisa's height is that the, the joke? The four foot two is probably the height, but isn't summer of... Well, yeah, sorry. So, summer of 42, I actually have in my notes here, it is a reference to the 1971 film Summer of 42. Oh, uh, okay. Then, yeah, it would be a height. Yeah, but, I would yeah. say that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. What's the plot? I've never seen that film. No. Is it I don't, I don't anything know. to do with... It's exactly the same. A, a young, young girl, girl finding herself. <laughs> yeah. I did not do that much research. (laughs) Second episode in a row, actually, we've done a summer episode, despite it being winter here in Melbourne. But hey, for those... It felt nice. For the one American listener we have, (laughs) this is... You're loving it. Hey, Matt. (laughs) Yeah. This is for you. We love your work. How great would that be if Matt Grading just (laughs) sat around his mansion and listened to a Simpsons podcast for Australia? Amazing. I feel like a cry for help. <laughs> in a way, yeah. wouldn't it? <laughs> It'd be like in Bojack when he's just watching old reruns. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But not even that. Yeah, not even, even sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a great time. I, what I really love about this episode is just um, the feels it gives you. It gives you mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's just such a feel-good episode. Yeah, and it actually makes you, even though it's made in and set in America, it I feel summer when it's, I watch this episode. Yeah. yeah. It has that, it definitely has that like summer holiday, like the anticipation at the very start. (laughs) I feel it so much, like that kind of, oh my gosh, it's almost summer. Yeah, And especially because here in Australia, like we have, it's at the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah, Christmas, it's a a really exciting time and a lot Mm. of people do go away, you know, over the Christmas holidays, so... It really yeah. makes sense. But it's also just beyond it being summer, the the themes that are dealt with in this episode are just so universal. Like yeah. there's not a single person watching this episode who's not relating to it. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if you guys had like a, a a solid high school experience or primary school <laughs> no, experience. This is, this is I know because when this came out, which was – and this is such a 90s – Episode and not in a bad way. You know, you watch some things and you're like, "Oh, this hasn't." Is it Christina Ricci doing a voice? Is it the reference to Blossom that might might give you a hint? Is Um, it the tie dye (laughs) T-shirt with the half moon glasses? But yeah, it works though. Like you watch this and you're not like, "Oh, this hasn't aged well." You're like, "This is." A gra- oh, I don't yeah, know. Maybe we're biased because we were grew up when this came out. But like, I it doesn't make you go, oh, so 90s. It makes you go, ah, so 90s. (laughs) And I think we all have those cringe moments when we think back to who we were 
at that yeah. age and you think back to what you would have written in a yearbook like this or how you would have tried to have been cool in front of a bunch of kids. For sure. You know, and yep, it's yep, yep. horrifying. Well, when the, this was 96, well, I can tell you right now because I've got the book Don't right here, the, book. the companion piece to the podcast, The Simpsons, A Complete Guide to Our Favourite Family, published just, in 1997. And you ran it over how many times? <laughs> that book was I'm yeah. at the point in the book where season seven onwards, the pages literally are coming out. So. <laughs> like the pages are yellowing. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the skin colour. Um, so 19th of May, 96, this episode mm. aired. Yeah. Um, so I was seven. So younger than Lisa. Fuck. Um, but I was like, but yeah. to- well, season seven holds a special place in my heart because I started watching the show in 96. So when I watched mm. this, it was like new episode. So oh, yeah, I have no, day. I have no memory of that. To yeah, be honest. yeah. I've, I've got those. Yeah, I remember watching like when it was a new episode day for The Simpsons. It was a very big. I remember big Channel deal. Ten promoting like The Simpsons After Dark. <laughs> yeah, and it was like the Grandpa versus Sexual yeah. Inadequacy episode, the episode where Homer smokes. Weird. It's funny how often this has come up on the pod. People, a lot of people have solid memories it's, of that. Yeah, <laughs> I just remember. But it, there's only maybe like three episodes max that you could really yeah. get away with that. And so not, it's just such a strange yeah, advertising yeah. campaign because there's no longevity in it. And they're not that much ruder than the average they're episode. They're really not. They're really the not. Of, the sheer amount of like sex in the simpsons like talking about snuggling and all that sort of stuff and they just general nudity and it and it had but it had that veneer of like innocent like untouched from the internet basically where it was yeah well like it's sex but not sexy it's just two adults kissing and you kind of go oh okay is the simpsons the first example of at least a tv show where it appeals to both adults and kids at the same time, do you think? Because we were talking before about how Bart was obviously like the the the, the breakout the star. Ma- yeah, yeah, I was yeah. going to say the breakout star. <laughs> <laughs> He's not real. Um, <laughs> we were talking before about how Bart wasn't real. Yeah. <laughs> and you cried for so I, long. I had a, a, an emotional meltdown. <laughs> um, but I think that there's this interesting – turning point in the show when they realize that Homer is the more dynamic character and if the show is for adults is going to be a much more relatable character so they really started and it's probably that episode where he goes over the over the canyon on the on mm. the skateboard yeah. um oh, sorry the sim the Springfield gorge gorge um <laughs> uh, canyon arrow <laughs> um, where they're like oh no it's actually it's it's about Homer, like well, it's yeah. not. Yeah, to be fair Homer's though, like, like season character. one though does have plots all about Marge and Homer's relationship. Mm. Like you think Marge and the bowling instructor. Yeah, sure. there's a plot where Homer is gonna freaking kill himself with oh, a boulder. I thought I made that up. <laughs> I genuinely thought I <laughs> like made that up. Shit in the first yeah. four seasons. I saw it briefly on just a Foxtel at one point, and I was just like, oh, that was. Yeah, oh, well, because okay. why you probably thought you made it up, Donna, is because they never showed season one episodes on Channel Ten. Yeah, so they like why they would always they? Yeah. sound horrific. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so really, like, I don't think it was I ever um intended to just be the Bart show, but that's what got picked up by all the merch. Yeah, so they just went crazy with old Bart merchandise, and that's what got people watching. Was Bart was this crazy like the gateway? He, boy. Yeah, and people <laughs> that's what got the show popular was Bart. 
Who does he think he is, Dennis the Menace? (laughs) (laughs) I like that they do kind of give Bart a little bit of shit this episode. And it is kind of um, self-referential. Like when Lisa's saying, don't have a cow, man. And he's like, that's mine. And Marge is like, you haven't said that in four years. (laughs) And what's more bizarre is you then realise, hey, this is an episode from over 20 years ago (laughs) and the show is still going and they're, like referencing that then yeah <laughs> yeah but, but they're like oh maybe then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe we're repeating ideas <laughs> I, even, I literally wrote that all right this episode is kind of like a mid 90s show mocking early 90s yeah, yeah it really is because yeah it even like the way they characterize the cool kids mm. it really works like that is like kids from the mid 90s yeah like, not giving it like the the whole yeah, feel man, of like whatever yeah <laughs> Like, like you know, you know whatever. whatever but it's a di- it's a different kind of 90s because yeah. and i guess it's also like a demographic thing as well like this is a small coastal town yeah. and mm. so the kids are they're surfers they're yeah. laid back she's a bit christina ricci's character she's a bit preppy yeah. you know like it's it's yeah. definitely a different kind of 90s like more kind of like a clueless yeah totally. style 90s I cool liked, kid i did enjoy that they were cool kids not mean kids yes put towards Bart for that bit yeah <laughs> but like they they weren't they were like oh we're learning things this is neat yeah <laughs> I think it really helps the plot because eh? you don't dislike these characters no yeah. um, and she's if, not changing herself to this horrific degree yeah to be friends with them. no she's the still teaching them about valid. crustaceans that yeah. she learned about on Baywatch <laughs> <laughs> I loved that episode oh, of Baywatch Baywatch yeah David, yeah, David Hasselhoff cool. yeah, yeah. yeah Baywatch yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just love that bit where Bart goes like, "Check this out," and he like does his little skateboard trick because that is almost like that's Bart. That's early nineties Bart. My friendship, <laughs> you know, you want it. Classic. My mum could have worn that on a t-shirt. <laughs> that would have been so much more appropriate. Literally anything. At this point, anything else? I would be happy if she had the coral on her fanny, like <laughs> starfish. <laughs> Sorry, the starfish. <laughs> coral sounds. Somehow more painful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, one anyway. of my favourite, um, I mentioned this to you guys before we started recording, mm. for me the MVP of this episode is Milhouse. 100%. I just think yes. that he's... The dud. The, the dud. <laughs> you got the dud. Just every single moment that he pops up, even when he's on the, like the, what's the... It's not a Ferris wheel. I don't know yeah. what that ride is called. Oh, and yeah. they're spitting on each yeah. other and he's just calling out, help. <laughs> and I think the best Millhouse moment is when he's – Lisa's like pouring the honey onto <laughs> Bart, being like, you ruined my life. And then he pushes <laughs> he pushes the cereal box aside. He's been there the He's been there the time. whole time. Oh, my God. So Lisa good. was so legitimately scared yeah. at that one moment. Yeah. I was, like I felt myself like – yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of that is the voice work of Yardley Smith. She, yes. I mean, she's always amazing, but this episode in particular, she fucking kills it. Yeah, like, yeah, she so really does. good. Um, like, you know, whatever. <laughs> that's uh, so, that's just such an iconic. There's so many iconic moments in this episode. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, that line in particular, I say that to people all the time. Yeah. We yeah. begged you to stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can um, I ask, what are your favorite sprinklers? <laughs> Sorry, I wrote it down. The yeah, just Millhouse just yeah. straight out of the gate yeah. in the first scene. I can't idea. wait to go on Donna's podcast. <laughs> what are your favourite sprinklers? But like, and I think it's the same A thing. A sprinkle of Donna. <laughs> 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 it's me just going. 
Um, inside, that does not work on a podcast. Inside the I'm pussy sack with Donna. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm um, so sorry. But it's the same idea with Homer where it was like Milhouse is a relatively more background side character in this, but he he like kind of draws the attention without taking over. Yeah. Yes. So that makes For every sure. bit gold without ruining it. Yeah, yeah. And because they're yeah. trying to tell such an emotional story in such a limited amount of time mm. with Lisa yeah. and Bart as well because like we've said, Bart's having this moment of, oh, these kids don't think I'm cool. This has never happened to me before. Yeah. So they're both having these existential crises. So you need to have a third character there yeah. who's literally just there for laughs. I, and it works so well. And we talked so about well. how we can relate to this episode. Like a lot of it's like actually connecting because we remember summer holidays and that. I think I often was the Millhouse. Like I, I, I often did get invited to friends. See you in the houses. car. Best wishes, Murphy. <laughs> yeah, I'd be that. Even, I'd be the Millhouse. Especially that like two siblings fighting yeah. and you're just sitting there just like hey, yeah. what? <laughs> hey what's up <laughs> Yeah, that's but I love life. when you see I love when uh, there's a Millhouse um, mm. episode or when he's in it and not necessarily about him mm. but how he's so much just a part of the Simpsons family yeah. like yeah. he and Bart have and you know you had those friendships when you were kids yeah. where you just felt so comfortable yeah. in that friend's house and with their family and For sure. the other kids yeah. I love that. Like he just never feels out of place even though it's a Simpsons family yeah. holiday. And what I so love – so the dud scene has got to be one of the greatest scenes in the show. <laughs> Stick and up for yourself, point, yeah. Dexter. But I just like, – like home – like <laughs> just everything about it because it's – it's none of it is malicious. Like, yeah, it's yeah. a bit mean to him. But like no, – like, it just how much fun Marge is having yeah. in the game. Oh. Homer got the captain of the football team. Yeah. <laughs> Don't wait up, Marge. The idea that that's like the only game the Flanderuses have <laughs> is where they're just dating. Yes. All the children are dating random dudes. Like that's true. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Boys, kids, girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, I – so many moments from this episode I love because it just feels real. Yeah. Like just their yeah. communication between each other and stuff. Like it feels like a real family. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah. Considering it's an episode uh, outside of Springfield mm. as well, like it still does just feel so Simpsons-centric. Yeah. And it's just – it's about the, the family. I mean you have obviously the outside characters with the kids, but they're kind of minimal. Yeah, really. do they have names? Uh, I think they do. Well, Erin is the yeah. name of Aaron. the yeah. who big crush on Erin. Big fan. The, oh, she's great. I think yeah. I had a crush on her when I was a kid. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh I yeah, was, when I was a kid I too. Was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> girls, Lisa. Boys kiss girls. It's good to know. <laughs> I've I've. I've ruined my theme. Last few episodes, I've got people to guess who the side character is. So I've ruined it. Sorry, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, <laughs> put in my answer. <laughs> I think it's I know I know it's Selma, right? <laughs> oh, I fucked with it's, you. It's actually the crab from the end of the episode. <laughs> it's the dud. <laughs> It's the card. Um, it's the card. Don't make me get the carny. But not if- <laughs> the weirdest threat. <laughs> Whatever threatens that. Well, you said Millhouse like hits the ball out of the park this he episode. Does. Marge think- as well has got okay, have right. so many so great moments. In we this need to episode. talk about Marge in this episode because. <laughs> 
obviously because <laughs> we're going down the list and we're now doing. we've arrived at march <laughs> obviously lisa pulls at your heartstrings it is just absolutely heartbreaking when she's walking home from the carnival and she mm. says i tried being myself i tried being mm. someone else maybe i'm just not meant to have friends i moved from sydney to the gold coast when i was 10 and i found it really really hard to make mm. friends because i was in this totally new environment and i went from a school like a really small school of like six 60 kids in the whole school to this massive primary school on the Gold Coast and I just did not know how to communicate with kids. And so it took a long time for me to make any friends and so I really related to this episode growing up. So anyway, really pulls on your heartstrings. Yeah. But I would make the argument that potentially Marge is just as tragic in this episode. Honestly, yeah. the saddest. Because her saying when I... was a continual sadness. When I was a little girl, I dreamed that one day my daughter would be my best friend. <laughs> I would argue that's the saddest line in this yeah. whole episode. Because it is heartbreaking. Yeah, because Lisa got friends in this episode, but yeah. Marge But Marge, no, she got the dud. <laughs> <laughs> but like and I think and I'm going to say this as a twin I think it's because Marge's Marge has two twin sisters mm. Mm. and I think they were very much a unit and that meant she was always out yeah by herself yeah shout out to my brother I'm sorry um, <laughs> but it is so nice when Lisa says to her we are best friends mom yeah. like it, but <laughs> yeah but like it's not the worst. Yeah, it's not like, Mom, I can't be best friends with you. Yeah. You're a grown adult. <laughs> it reminds me, have you guys ever read the 15-tweet uh, poem that BoJack Horseman creator Raphael Bob Waxberg tweeted about March? No. No. If you don't mind, I'm going to read it out because I think it really encapsulates <laughs> Marge in this episode. Yeah, go okay. for it. Does Marge have friends? A poem in 15 tweets. Who are Marge's friends? Is Helen Lovejoy a friend? Sarah Wiggum? Agnes Skinner? To whom does Marge spill her secrets over coffee on cold days? Who laughs at Marge's jokes? Who knows Marge truly and well? Who tells Marge to leave the brute knowing she won't? You don't have to stay. You deserve so much more. Who, on a morning walk, sees a tall blue bush, texts a photo to Marge, this made me think of you. Surely not Lenny or Kirk or Luann. <laughs> Did Marge mourn for Maud Flanders, late nights at the kitchen table, staring at her own hands? Is she still haunted by her absence? Does she see her late neighbour as a cautionary tale, seldom remembered, semi-anonymous Maud? Could this fate too befall Marge? Perhaps once at a summer barbecue, when both were still alive, Maud grabbed Marge's hand under the table and held tight. What prompted this sudden connection, this sudden expression of, what was it, warmth? The two weren't close, acquaintances, sure. Had they ever even hugged? And yet here they were, holding hands, silently, secretly, while their children shrieked and their husbands grilled the hot dogs. One night, Marge couldn't sleep. The linens hung to dry in the yard, flapping in the wind with unprecedented accent. Marge wandered into the night, a fleck of yellow in a blanket of white stars, and she felt as she often did alone marge felt the sharp grass on her feet the breeze on her face over the fence she saw maud pale as a sheet her eyes white wet with tears marge looked to her maud and maud shook her head and maud whispered this it's not the calm before the storm that frightens me it's the calm that follows and then it's just a tweet of the 20th century Fox logo. <laughs> Far out. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, well, I would like to say I think 
<laughs> I think Marge is doing fine. <laughs> I think she's great. <laughs> I she think she's great. A lot of friends. <laughs> yeah, she's. I she's like, got her daughter as her best friend. She's I like fine. to think. First eight seasons of The Simpsons are their own universe, and then <laughs> after that, they're the whole other thing. I actually was actually, um, oh, what was it? Oh, I mentioned it last episode. There's this guy um, on YouTube who makes these Simpsons uh, videos. He's called The Real Jims, and he does all these like character biographies. And he's like, is he single? <laughs> he and he does uh, one about Mort Flanders. Mm. And I was watching it, and it reminded me of how. Fucking insensitive the series was to her, like how they handled her death yeah. on the show, and it was because the actress had yeah, a, the actress a, quit. contract for yeah. Um, yeah. felt like revenge. Yeah, it was to done, the, like to all the these gags and yeah. like the fact that Homer was pretty much responsible for it yeah. too. It was just just done really like Family Guy esque, yeah. and it was really not. It didn't have a good feeling about it. No. So like, yeah, I definitely like having that episode in my head is not part of the classic Simpsons because yeah. like I can't imagine that happening in, you know, like the episode we just watched. Then I can't think of <laughs> more that. dying at the end of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but and that's mm. and that's the same thing. The mm. crazier they made Homer, yeah. The weird, like the more awful they made it, that Marge stays with him. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. More bleak it is that they have to put up with it. Spot him. on. But in the classic years, he's an idiot, but he has heart. Nothing's a deal breaker. I think is what it is at the start. Nothing's like the worst. He just thing you've wants ever to show Marge a good time, which is why he comes home with a pack of jumbo condoms <laughs> and pant, pa- panty, panty shields, li- yeah, which I still shields. don't un- I I know I what they are. Panty liners, like yeah, I think pads. that's an American term. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I never want shield to your have to use a panty but like, shield. What was it? I wrote it down. American breast enthusiast. <laughs> 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 you are right, though. She doesn't have. Any friends? Well, I <laughs> like, one episode she had the friend, and then they ended up on the run from the cops. Yeah, so Marge on the yeah. Legally, yeah. I think she's never allowed to have friends. Again. <laughs> you know what sucks yeah. about that is that Ruthie's one of those characters who pops up in like the background whenever yeah. there's like you know townsfolk, and I don't even think she's voiced by someone. No, famous. she is. She, she is. Oh, she's she is. voiced by. Uh, because is it the whole mom. point that oh. that? <laughs> That's what the book says. Uh, weird. Never <laughs> noticed that before. <laughs> it's rude of you to say she's not famous. Yeah. Uh, well, no, here we go. But Pamela. Let's bring her back. Pamela Reed. Oh, okay. Because that episode has the the door. The daughter. The daughter. Yeah, which as is well, um, who's voiced um, by. Oh, uh, I was going to say someone on the show. Uh, let me the one from Roseanne. Yes. Roseanne. John Goodman. <laughs> Sarah Gilbert. That's the one. Yeah. yeah, yeah Darlene yeah. from... Yeah. Rosanne. So... Another... I just... I, I do... I find that sad that she's still just kind of like around and they still use the characters like yeah, artwork. Yeah, but they couldn't just <laughs> but make her There's never a, a scene of them just like I honestly... Sitting. I think it's a part of the whole thing. Like Simpsons is obviously uh, similar to every other sitcom in that sort of family dynamic and in all of those ones Everybody as well. Everybody loves Homer. The, the wives don't have a life outside no. of it. Mm. And they, but they don't mention it as depressingly as The Simpsons does because they kind of – The Simpsons are like, ha-ha, fun joke. Marge's life is pretty depressing. Yeah. <laughs> so and it's so – It's that so kind of thing. <laughs> interesting, like me sort of getting so much out of 
those very small moments with Marge and saying, oh, they're planting the seeds. They're probably not. That's probably me just projecting (laughs) my own. I mean, and also maybe I'm looking at it through adults' eyes. Maybe I have so much affection for this episode because Mm. I grew up relating to Lisa and now that I'm older, I kind of relate to Marge a little bit more. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, oh, you want to go and play with some kids? Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's crazy. One of my favourite gags, and I think it is just an all-time iconic Simpsons uh, gag is when they get to the house and uh, Ned's put the post-its on every single thing. So good. Fill me with what, Ned? <laughs> I love with water. Again, going like everything Marge does in this episode is brilliant, and that in particular, just her attitude. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like it's one of the rare moments where she's a bit of like, it's uh, like sarcastic. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then she yeah. gets like, she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, we did it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> but yeah, I always have this thing whenever they say Ned Flanders, like their name in like plural, the Flanderuses. <laughs> the Flanderuses. I always think about that, mate. <laughs> Flanderuses. I also really enjoy um, when Ned's telling Homer that he's got jury duty <laughs> and just that entire tangent about, yeah, yeah. oh, it's a, something with geraniums a and boat, they. A boat full a of boat geraniums. A boat full of geraniums and they're going to try and, you know, know make it a maritime crime. <laughs> but I don't know. And Homer just looks so. And he's <laughs> like giving him like the wind up. So good. <laughs> And then makes him do the septic tank thing. And there's just nothing. There's no See, you give a little, you get a little. And speaking of Marge's attitude, though, she also does have that line, which is off screen. It's on the outside shot of the Simpsons house where she she says, and you're sure the Flanders won't be there? Well, it sounds great. (laughs) I do. Anytime Marge is also as annoyed uh, Ned Flanders is yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Also as annoyed, like not taking like this higher ground, you know, they're yeah, our pals. Yeah. Like this is such a friendly gesture. To, like they're not there. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> this totally. would be a great time. <laughs> um, oh, speaking of Marge. Because um, <laughs> we have to talk about Marge. Little, you want me to read the poem again? Yes. <laughs> uh, I don't 100% know if this was intentional, but people have said it online. Mm. The Scene where you've mentioned Lisa being scary, maple syrup to Bart's eye. Yeah. Um, Marge is at the sink. This is, remember, the morning after 4th of July. Yeah. So Homer's bought all that stuff. Yeah. Marge is really happy. So she's at the sink going, la, 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 la. She's what are you a, implying? A packet full of condoms. Homer what has, are you implying? Homer has used. So that firework stuff. was not the only explosion. <laughs> Playmore with Glamour. <laughs> Do you think there was a pack of condoms in the side <laughs> drawer? There was a post-it note. What? Put me uh, yeah in in Ned Flanders's in a side drawer. Oh. There's this condom bag and like put me on. Where Ned? Penis. Where, Ned? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, people online have implied, suggested the that Marge after dark. is really some happy going off, in yeah. the morning because they've used that the lube and stuff that Homer's bought. the weird question of do they have separate beds in that place? Well, yeah, because well, when we were watching it, it's really weird because Donna and I noticed at the exact same time, which mm. we've never noticed before, never noticed. when Marge is unpacking yeah they've got yeah flanders's face and ward's face on the pictures above (laughs) two beds and we're like oh so we're paying attention to that because like oh the two separate beds but then next shot 
changes. Maud's face is now Rod and Todd's face. Yes, but Ned's face is still there. It's very confusing. So like it's it. like, wait, what? So um, yeah. yeah. So like, are they in? Does Ned, <laughs> does Ned and Maud sleep in separate beds? No, they don't place? though. Oh, yeah, because in their home they don't. No, in their home they don't. But in this place, there are two different rooms you see with two different separate beds. Mm. I honestly but don't know what's worse about that they're it. in. Isn't that room that they're in where Lisa's sl- and Bart are sleeping because they're unpacking Lisa's suitcase? Maybe no, I don't think they're unpacking. I think Lisa's just hanging out with Marge while she unpacks her yeah, stuff. Because Homer her. comes out of the bathroom and he's in his. Right, room. right, right. So right. I think Lisa's just hanging with also, Marge. Also, that is maybe my favourite Homer moment. <laughs> <laughs> I improvised, and then as soon as he runs out the door, the Yeah. But yeah, so many good Homer moments. And I just love that, like, when you're writing that, your instinct would probably be to show that, Mm. to show him running out and have the cop car. (laughs) But it's so much funnier that you don't see it and you just see it. It's just so good. Actually, the second moment in the episode of someone being arrested or apprehended by a police officer very quickly when Millhouse runs out going, Up yours, Kira Bubble! That's right! And then Lou comes in. She goes, how'd you get him so fast? <laughs> uh, we got someone on the inside and then everyone looks at Martin. Great. Great. <laughs> just really stressed. I love it. Those those ice cream people, like the ice cream yeah. things. Yeah. They just like, they really screwed up their time. It's 9am. Yeah. <laughs> it's 9am. They've lined up out the front. That's that a great ice point. cream's going to melt. That's going to melt. Those, their engines are going to die. <laughs> Never thought about that before, Donna. <laughs> it's 9am. They also like, didn't get the memo that school... <laughs> Matt, if you're listening, buddy. start at the uh, end of the day. It, you goofed it again, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of hairstyle problems as well in this yeah. episode. He's yeah. listening and he's going, stupid, yeah. stupid. Donna also pointed out the inconsistency in <laughs> Lisa's new outfit. Yeah, Donna was very critical. <laughs> um, just the- enjoy it, Donna. Jeez. Yeah, what are we here? She's The angle of Lisa's hat. And also Aaron's hairstyle. Yeah, <laughs> it was one of their hair. Oh, maybe it was the boys. One okay. of them. It just like um, every once in a while they'd forget where the hair started. So the the um, <laughs> on one side, it would be lower. So his head would go a bit further up. It's very confusing mm, and hard mm. to explain. If you if they had to let you animate it when you were a <laughs> when kid. I Trust me, mine was peak. Donna's speaking quality. from experience as a Simpsons animator. Simpsons animator. I know the work that this wouldn't goes have into happened on episode, your watch. Okay, but yeah, I, I, I did really love. Once you pointed it out, I couldn't unsee it. Of just sometimes her wearing her glasses, and yeah. then sometimes they. Like, <laughs> yeah. I do. We yeah. can't be bothered. They did a couple of scenes with it, and then just got rid of them completely yeah. at night time. Like, no, she wouldn't wear a hat at night time. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, get rid of it. We're going to make her jump up and down on that thing. We're not animating a hat. <laughs> We're not putting a hat on that. Um, oh, and one final amazing Marge moment is when he's like, oh, your mom's cool. If we were at my place, she would have walked in with a gla- with a jug of Tang and Rice Krispie squares. Marge walks in immediately, <laughs> yes! walks out. Oh, so good. So good. Oh, oh man. The I layers. Yeah. I also really enjoy at the start when Seymour's lining up <laughs> to get Bart's <laughs> autograph. You have a daughter Se- named Seymour. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. He uh, writes just like, what is the line? He writes like people talk. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, um, when they're all talking about their parents and that one boy's just like, yeah, my mom's French. So we don't, <laughs> we celebrate Bastille Day. <laughs> they're like, I know where we could get some baguettes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, that's a bit that I never got as a kid, I yeah, think. Yeah, 100% did not <laughs> Also, I'd never picked up on it before when the kids are running to the ocean and he says, last one in is a yearbook editor. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I've never noticed that before. Amazing. Lisa saying, I hope everybody's got their tokens that they landed on the first day of school. That's just like, that's so (laughs) relatable for anyone who had ever tried to organise something at school that required other children to participate. Who died and made you boss. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's such a good thing. But yeah, the, what was it called? Retro? No, I can't think. What was the name of the yearbook? Oh, uh, I well, let's retro, see. Retrospectivist or something. Yeah, I think he's got on. Yeah, well, it's, it's so, so the, dumb. This book, we often give it shit on the pod about the stuff. They have a section for each episode called "The Stuff You May Have Missed," oh. and sometimes it's really obvious. But uh, <laughs> Lisa's last name is Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, here we go. Little Pragmatic Squam Support. There we go. That's what yeah, I. No, that's what get. he said at the start. <laughs> I also enjoy in the office door. It's like immortalize your awkward face. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lisa's um, achievements in the yearbook: uh, junior overachievement, record for most hand raises in a single semester. Oh in bracket seven hundred sixty-three, <laughs> most popular student sister. <laughs> Spelling Bee Queen, Camera Club, and Tidiest Locker. I think one of the harsher burns is that Lisa is in a yearbook club with all those other girls and she just apparently isn't friends with any of them. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) They're all the exact level of nerd as her. Each one of them is exactly the same as her. Maybe when... And they're all like, I don't want to hang out with Lisa. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe when you're a kid as well, like because there is just such a very clear cut like popular not mm. popular hierarchy is that maybe she doesn't consider them her friends maybe they're going through something that's a lot worse than what she's going through but then it's like the Bart Milhouse thing yeah the yeah. show is clearly below is quite inconsistent though because there are episodes where How Lisa <laughs> there's episodes where Lisa does have sleepovers and has a bunch yeah. of friends yes, over there's episodes true. where she's hanging out with Janie yeah. yeah, but then that is, I guess, a representation of kids because kids are so like fair weather and yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's weird. True, like you can yeah. be best friends with someone, and then a few weeks later, you're enemies. So mm-hmm. I guess it is. I think there is know. this through line throughout the show of her struggling to fit in. Yeah. So I think that it justifies itself by even in those episodes where, yeah, she's having a sleepover or whatever. Mm-hmm. She is she's always, always that character. Yeah, yeah, she she's never like this very cool, comfortable character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there's the there's the similar inconsistency with Bard as well, where sometimes he's really cool, and then sometimes he's he's getting beat up. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. Doesn't really have sleepovers that much. Yeah, like this episode, he's signing the thing. He's got people lining up, but then yeah, end of the day, he's hanging out with Millhouse. He's getting beaten up by Nelson. Yeah. Like, is yeah. he popular? I, I think in this episode they were very much playing on the idea of him being the the Bartman like <laughs> king of the Simpsons sort of thing. Mm. Like especially just so they could have Lisa safe in the distance. I caramba. <laughs> <laughs> Out of ten, what would you give the episode? 
I'm giving it a 10. This is one of my favourites. And it's like this is one of my favourites of the episodes that are very emotional and actually telling like a really beautiful story. Then you've got the episodes where it's just, oh, it's just bang for buck in terms of gag, 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 gag. Um, But I think that this episode balances those two things really, really Mm. well, which is why I think it's one of my favourites. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to put it up there like – 10 out of 10, 9 out of 10, one of those, yeah. Honestly, it's yeah. A Need a specific number. Fuck <laughs> shit. 9.8 okay, out nice. of 10. Um, yeah, I, on, I... Nine pussy sacks out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> I, favorite measurement. Put them all in my bum bag. <laughs> this is probably up there with one of my favorites. And, um, yeah, it... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he summed it up so simply. Like, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, let me yeah, write that down. This is my favorite uh, episode. Like, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, you know, whatever. Uh, but you're right. It is It is an emotional episode, but it's also like so many jokes yeah. as well. Yeah. And a really beautiful, satisfying ending as yes, well. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Love the ending. Love the feel of the whole but episode. That crab got to have his new home. Yes. Yeah. And is, is that a metaphor? Probs not. No. I don't, <laughs> I don't think no. Probs not. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give it a 9.75. Good episode. Good <laughs> bloody solid episode. Yeah. Uh, Catherine, you got anything to plug? Um, you can follow me on the gram. It's Catherine House with a K. <laughs> I don't feel the need to explain the reference because I reckon everyone's going to get it. Family guy. <laughs> um, on Twitter as well, I have a newsletter. You can sign up to that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Neat. Donna? Um, follow me on the grams as well. I've got one uh, at Donna underscore fun underscore Collins. That's my uh, personal slash comedy one. And I've got one that's at 24Laha, 24LAHA. And that's where I put my drawings and things and I sell my art. Please buy my art. You can got sell. some Simpsons episodes coming yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> Finally finished. Some yeah. original cells from yeah. <laughs> uh Yeah, sweet. Uh, and my stuff's at murphymclaughlin.com. And please uh, rate and review the podcast. Uh, and... Recommend it. Give it five yeah. starfishes on the fanny. Hey. <laughs> That's it. What are you looking at? <laughs> That's so weird. For the love of God, Donnie, you have to find that shirt. <laughs> that is wild. <laughs> <trying> so hard. <laughs> Well, thanks so much for listening. Thanks for being on the show, Catherine and Donna. And as we always say here on Murph's Tavern, and you guys feel free to um, do one as well. Yeah. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) 